Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another fun episode of the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast. Uh, I am Jenny Bellinger, your direct sales dom, and I am here with Chella Diaz. I was lucky enough to meet Chella a couple of months ago from the time of this recording. We were both on a national networking call, and we ended up connecting almost immediately afterwards. And I had to bring her on the show based on the conversation that she and I had. So let me tell you a little bit about Chella. Chella Diaz knew at a very young age how to manage money. And at nine years old, she would go to the farmer's market and she knew all the vendors that had the best product at the lowest price. She purchased her first car at 17 and her first home at 23. Chella was married for 17 years and has two sons. And she is now running the money map. She's the money map coach. So we're going to be talking to Chella. So Chella, welcome to Badass Direct Sales Mastery. Oh, it is a pleasure to be here. Oh my goodness. I always get a kick out of listening my introduction. <laughs> right? Isn't it so fun? Because you're like, oh yeah, I forgot I did that. Oh yeah, I forgot I did that. <laughs> that is so great. So your company is actually called Transcend Abundance, but I, I know that you're also known for the money mapping and turning abundance from the inside. And so I want to make sure that we're going to be covering all kinds of great information. So let's start with how at such a young age did you become so fiscally knowledgeable? You know, money to me just made sense. And my dad still tells the story of how I just knew how much money I was going to need. I would go to the farmer's market and I always had enough for what I needed. It was just one of those things I was born with. You know, it was just because, you know, if you think, you know, eight years old, nine years old, who knows really about money? You know, it's but so it was definitely something I was born with. And it's something that just made sense to me. I love it. I mean, frankly, if I think about my two kids and who are eight and 12 right now at the time of this recording, and my youngest is at the point where she's able to identify cash money because she just so rarely sees it. You know, these days we are so, so much of the, the money world is done through digital transactions or even credit cards that my kids just don't see cash all that often. <laughs> so it's a big deal to them when they see it, when they get it. So we talk a little bit about money with my kids, but I know that there's probably a lot of things I'm missing out on. But the listener right now, they are probably wondering, okay, so how is it that Chella can help me with my direct sales business, my money mindset? What is it that you think is probably the most important thing that someone in a direct sales or network marketing business should start with when it comes to an abundance money mindset? That is a $10,000 question. (laughs) And that is, it really is. And I would invite your listeners to keep track 
for 48 hours, 72 for my overachievers, <laughs> um, 48 hours, keep track of how you talk to and about money. So on your everyday, are you saying it's expensive? It costs too much. I can't afford it. So how are you talking about money? Are you saying I don't have enough? You know, there's never enough. I just don't have enough. What are you saying? But especially if you say it's expensive, right? Because that is how you feel about money. So simply by changing, and I know some of the listeners are going to say, oh, that's too simple. That can't be that easy. But becoming aware of how you are talking to and about money is going to help you shift your money relationship. I definitely agree with that for sure. I, one of the things that I noticed personally, because I've been doing a lot of work on myself in the last two to three years around money, money mindset, um, financial knowledge, you know, I've been connecting with tons of people and I feel like the universe threw us in one another's path for a reason, Chella. But as I've been making these own personal shifts around money, I no longer make the comments of, well, that's too expensive or I can't afford that. If I'm in a place where I feel that, then I'm like, okay, then to me, that's telling me either I still have some work to do, <laughs> right? Or it's like that to me is the resistance is there for a reason. And it probably means that there's some fear around something, either fear that I'm not going to get a return on my investment or a fear that it's not going to give what's promised. And I need to have a further conversation with whomever is selling that product, that service, that, that whatever it may be to find out, to get past that fear, right? Because it's probably been put in my path for a reason. Absolutely. But see, that's the awareness, right? It's not, you know, it, you have to be, and that's your intuition telling you this may not be. So it, there's a very fine line between, you know, the fear and it's not a fit. Right. Absolutely. Right. So it may be not a fit and you're totally right. Ask additional questions because this program may not be for you. It's not that it's expensive or it's too much money is that it's not a fit for you at this point in time. Right. So really starting with asking yourselves this question, is it really that it's too expensive? Because yes, anything that's not going to fulfill a need or solve a problem that you have, obviously you're not going to get the value from it then, right? So it's not worth it to spend that money because you either don't have that problem or you don't think that you're going to get the return on investment. So beginning to look at not a fit, right? Whether it's the product, the service, or the provider isn't a fit, then looking at, okay, if, if any of those things is true, is there something else that would still solve that problem, regardless of what the investment is, to see if there's another opportunity, another option there for you that might be a better fit or whatever that may be. So I think identifying not a fit versus too expensive is a very important distinction to make. Absolutely. And you just gave us a, another gold. And that is look for something. Is there really a problem or are we attracted to it because we think it's a fix, right? Is it going to give us that fix? Is the shiny object syndrome. 
right? Do we think that this thing that we want is going to solve a problem that we don't even have? Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Shiny object syndrome. (laughs) Oh my, let me tell you how often I see that in entrepreneurs and especially in the direct sales world, right? I often see that show up most often in people who are jumping from company to company, right? They're attracted to the newest thing. They're attracted to the shiniest object, the newest thing, because the previous one, quote unquote, didn't pay back or didn't work or whatever. Or, you know, maybe they just feel a better attraction to something new. But I do have to say that shiny object syndrome seems to show up most often in direct sales as that. And then for solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, it's what's the next program I can buy, participate in, whatever to build and make my business. That is so, right? It's really, that is so important, right? That we really analyze the product that we want to get into, feel the passion. It's not, because it's never about the money that's going to bring you. It's if you show up and you love this product so much, you tested it, you're in love with it, you are going to, that's going to reflect, right? And people are going to see that. Some people may buy just because they see the passion in you. You're so passionate about this product. They're like, well, if they can, that can do that for him or her, I need to get some of that. Yeah. Right. It's never about the money. It's about one, the person, like you said earlier, is it, are we in alignment and also how you show up, you know, what difference did that product make for you? Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something I talk with my clients about all the time is people don't buy your product. They buy you, right? Especially if it's a very well-known product. So for example, um, you know, a company that's been around forever that most people know, either Tupperware, Mary Kay, or Avon, right? Those are probably the three top known direct sales or network marketing businesses, right? So people know that there's a lot of people who sell Tupperware, Mary Kay, or Avon. So why are they buying from you? What's the difference you provide? So the money is not an issue if people are connected to you as the provider of that product or service. I think that's phenomenal. And I think it's hilarious that you mentioned all those top three because I purchased all three of them. Nice. Well, that's good to know. I know I've purchased from all three of those companies in the, in my lifetime. And I know that my mom purchased from, I remember my mom having Tupperware and Mary Kay parties when I was a kid growing up, right? So for the money mindset for the network marketer, we're saying, first of all, getting out of the mindset of it's too expensive, first thing, right? Really understanding how is it that you're thinking about speaking about money? What's the next tip you would give someone in order to improve their money mindset? Another $10,000 question. And that is now that you become aware of what that is and how you're talking to money, writing two types of letters. One, writing a letter, letting go of it's too expensive, I can't afford it, pour your heart out into a letter and burn the letter. And then, so that's the first step. And the second step is writing a letter to money. Invite money back into your life. Treat money like it's been a law, a friend. You guys were so close. You know, that that friend that you spent all afternoons, you were on the phone for three hours, FaceTime, whatever it is that you did, and you haven't seen each other. Write a letter to money, inviting it back into your life. Make friends with it. Talk to it. I missed you, right? Really, really pour your heart out. And we're going to burn that letter as well. Burn the letters. When it's safe, 
right? Find a place to burn them. And that to me, because now that the awareness and the letting go and the inviting, that's it. That's the formula. Ah, love it. Yeah. Because if, I mean, think about it. If you felt unwelcome because someone thought that you were a necessary evil, would you show up? probably not. Right. <laughs> right. Cause there are so many people who, who that's, that's the mindset they have. Right. Shella. Absolutely. And you just said it, right. If that was a friend, if you begin to treat money as a friend and you're telling this friend, you're never enough, whatever it is, how you ever, you talk to a friend, that friend is not going to stick around for very Mm-mm. long. So begin to have a relationship with money and write as many of these letters as you listen, I've been doing this for many years. And this particular month or these couple of weeks, I've been writing a letter every day, right? Because this stuff, as this stuff comes up, so I practice what I preach. As these different emotions are showing up for me, I write them out. Now we're talking about money, but this also could be other emotions that show up for you. But every emotion that shows up for you in some way is going to be tied to money. True. Oh my gosh. Well, I love that idea of writing the letters, regardless of whether it's to money or something else. Because imagine if people not only did this around money, but if they did this around success, because how many people are scared of being successful because they think of all the work that might come with being successful or their fear of success is related to a fear of failure? What if you wrote a letter to failure and what if you wrote a letter to success? Oh my gosh. That is a $100,000 tip, Jenny. That is it right? Inviting, just being open, right? Don't put your head in the sand, being open about that. And who says that being successful has to be difficult? Because a lot of people are saying that with success and with making, you know, more money is going to bring a lot of headaches. Well, who says that? Right. But how do we know that? Right? It, It could be a story that we're telling ourselves. And we are, our mind is truly magical, but we can change that story. We can change that conversation. And if you're making a heck of a lot more money, you'll be in a position to hire somebody to help you. And that's when you get to begin to concentrate on the things that you're a genius zone, whatever that is, right? And you're going to be able to go out and hire a coach that can help you show up. Work with a accountability, right? You're going to be able to hire out the things that really is not is not your cup of tea. Oh yeah, let me tell you, one of the best business decisions I ever made was hiring an accountant, and not just any accountant, but hiring someone who is very hands on. And in my case, I ended up hiring an accounting firm that one of the things they told me in our first meeting after they were wanting to know about my business, how does it work? How does it operate? What are the goals I have for my business? What's the plan? How am I going to get there? Is from day one, they've told me how much they believe in me and my vision, in my goal, in my business and, and the services that I'm providing. And that has been just so amazing to hear from someone else. So especially, you know, when you when you think of an accountant, you think, well, they know business. They know business really well because they're an accountant. They talk to business owners all the time. So they they've got to know a good business plan when they see it, right? So 
man, people, I'm telling you, when in doubt, the first people you go and hire, if not a coach, go hire an accountant and let them take care of the the back end, quote unquote, money stuff, because that has taken such a weight off of my shoulders because I know the people who deal with money every single day are taking care of my money. And I love it. That is incredibly powerful. But that's if you start thinking about that, right, is if you begin to say, listen, when I make this amount of money, I'm going to be able to hire an accountant. I'm going to hire the coach. I'm going to hire this, right? I'm going to hire all these things because then that takes the weight off of your shoulders. And now can you see how success looks a heck of a lot more appealing because you're not doing it all by yourself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? Because it, let me tell you, when you're in direct sales and network marketing, as much as there is a, a sisterhood and a community with your company and with the people in your organization, and your team, you are still at the end of the day in business for and by yourself. Unless you're lucky enough to have a partner, your your spouse or your significant other who's doing the business alongside and with you. Um, so it can feel very lonely. So, you know, bringing on a coach, bringing on an accountant, uh, bringing on, uh, you know, mentors of various types, other coaches or whatever you want to call them, bringing on marketing and digital marketing and branding people. It's so important. Bringing on a virtual assistant to do the things that need to be done, but don't have to be done by you. <laughs> all important things. Absolutely. And I think if when we begin to think about being successful and the fear about the money and how we're going to manage it diminishes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. We begin to see the bigger picture. It's about how can we get there and you're giving other people work, right? It's, it's, you're empowering others because now they're able to do and make a living. Ah, so, so true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because now, even though you are a solopreneur, you are helping to build the economy, right? Every time you hire someone to do something for your business, you're now pouring money back into our economy which is great because now they have more money and they're spending it elsewhere. Like one of the most mind opening things I've heard when it comes to money has been that you've got to keep it flowing. Money and energy and water like to continually flow. What happens to any of those things when they stop flowing, when you stop moving, when you don't have energy moving, depression, anxiety, negative things happen when you're not moving right? When it comes to water, what happens to water when it sits in one place for a long time? It starts growing gross stuff and getting disgusting, right? Well, money, if it does not continue to flow, if it does not continue to move, it also does not grow. You know, you've got to have that flow. And if you're sitting there holding on to the little bit of money that you have so tightly, your hands are not open to receive more. I think we should put that in the card and start sending it because that's all there is. And with that, along with that, I would invite your listeners to start thinking about how can they give back? Because it's in the giving that you're going to be able to allow and attract more. You're in that flow, right? It's about, can you give? And sometimes it's going to be money, but sometimes it's going to be give of your time. Yes. Absolutely. Because keep in mind, time is money, (laughs) right? 
time that you spend elsewhere and time spent outside of your business is time that you are not spending building your business, which is not always necessarily a bad thing. You know, spending time with your family is beneficial. It refills your cup, right? Time spent volunteering refills your cup and it does also provide the money at the nonprofit that you're volunteering with or the charity that you're working with or the organization, whatever you want to call it, with you as a volunteer there, they're not having to pay someone to do that thing. So it does continue the flow of money in that way because now they're able to use those funds elsewhere. So I love that. And also, let's face it, we all have some low days, but when you go out and you're able to do that, it just reminds you of the greatness that you have in you and how much you have to give, right? So it, in little sense, it's a little bit selfish, if you will, because it just re-energizes you and it brings you back to why did you start this business? Why did you decide to um, go out and share this product, right? It really brings you back because when the more you're able to connect and remind yourself of why you started this, the more you're going to show up for your business, the more money you're going to make. Ooh, love it. Love it. Oh, so true, Chella. Oh my gosh. I love, love that. Certainly, because the why is what gets you out of bed. The why is what makes you make the phone call, send the message when you were ready to be done for the day and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to send five more messages. I'm just going to make five more phone calls because you realize that, Getting those things done today takes you one step closer, five steps closer, whatever the activity is that you decide to do. That why will keep you going even when you don't feel like doing it. Amen. And to that, I will also say, after you do have a productive day, after you make those 20 phone calls or send your 10 messages, whatever your goal was to do, celebrate and reward yourself. Yes, absolutely. Right. Because sometimes we forget that we do it and then we think, oh, we're going to start all over again. You know, put that exclamation point. What will you do for yourself to celebrate? Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's just recognizing it and just, you know, telling your family at dinner time or, or telling your, your significant other when you go to bed. Oh, my gosh, today I got three new customers or I got two new brand partners or five new team members joined my entire organization. And one of them was personal, which means four of my team members recruited, you know, whatever that is, tell it to them and, and hopefully they'll celebrate with you. It doesn't have to be that you're going out and having a big hoopla every time something happens. It's just saying those things out loud and being thankful and grateful for them. I mean, one of the things that has helped shift my business has been a journaling technique that I learned from another life coach. Her name is, uh, oh gosh, Petra. Uh, I'll have to find her, but a journaling uh, system called Game Journal, G-A-M-E, and it's gratitudes, affirmations, manifestations, and exclamations. And so I've got a journal that every day I do my gratitudes, I do my affirmations, I write down my manifestations and my exclamations. The exclamations is what, Chella, you're talking about, is that celebration piece, that thing that I am so excited about that I'm going to put down in here in this journal. And I review those things. I go back and reread them so I can remember, oh yeah, that's what it feels like when that happens. Oh my goodness. You just said it. And I was going to bring out, yes, uh, if you happen to be single and you don't have a partner, you don't have the kids, you don't have that. 
Um, journaling is a great. And I also like to make little posties and put them inside the closet. Oh. So that next time, and it's just a nice cool reminder, a closet and a medicine cabinet. Just a little postie and just one word, two words, three words. So that, you know, you're getting dressed or whatever. You open up that door and there's this little surprise. And I know it sounds silly because I know I put it there. But it's a surprise, right? Because like, it's just a very gentle, kind reminder. And for me, it just puts a smile on my face, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Because we forget. Yeah. Right? So it's just that gentle reminder uh, this there and it's a little surprise. Oh, that is so fun. I love that. Oh, thank you for shelling at for sharing that, Shella. I just tried to my brain just tried to say two words at the same time and it didn't work. Oh my gosh. See people, you don't have to be perfect to podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> um so sometimes this is the best way, right? We are humans and we're showing up and we're showing up as we are perfectly imperfect. Exactly. See guys, you know, this is so true. Uh, Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. I don't care if you're going to tell me that your upline leader is absolutely perfect because I'm telling you right now, there's parts of her life that she is not showing you (laughs) that are less than perfect, or at least she feels are less than perfect. You just gave gold to us here because we don't see the complete puzzle, right? We only see pieces of the puzzle and the pieces look amazing, but we don't have the complete puzzle. So sometimes we compare ourselves, the complete us against a piece of the puzzle. And that's just not a fair advantage. That's just not a good comparison. So, so true. So Chella, I know that you have a really amazing giveaway for the listener right now. Can you tell us a little bit about your turn abundance from inside that you're offering to every listener right now? Yes, yes, yes. Very excited. So this is going to be a list of 12 months and each month is going to tell you when is the best time to buy these things. And the idea is for you to plan the purchases so that you're getting the best deal possible for your money, for your investments. So I'm very excited, something that I constantly use. Now, sometimes you're not going to be able to use that if, if your computer breaks. Obviously, you're not going to be able to wait until when is the ultimate time, the best time for you to make that purchase. But if you look at this list and you plan ahead, then you'll know when is the best time to purchase those items. And it's going to be listed by months just truly, truly amazing what this will do uh, for you as, as you begin to plan out how you're choosing to spend your money and how you are going to keep more money in your bank account. I love that because I think it's true for money, just like it's true for business. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And that is so true for money. If you are not planning out your expenditures, you know eventually a car, a, a, a new car is going to have to happen. A newer used car is going to have to happen. You know at some point all of your appliances are going to need, need to be replaced. You know at some point your computer is going to need to be replaced. Your phone, all the things in your life that you use. And so beginning to plan, out, plan those things out and knowing, okay, the best time to purchase them, I think this is bloody brilliant, Chella. I love it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to go download it myself. Oh, that's awesome. 
It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And it's going to be handy, right? Because I actually take it one step further and it's every month. I like to review it in quarters and then I put notes on my phone as a reminder. Ooh, love that. At the beginning of the month, each month, I just put at the beginning of the month, this is the best time to purchase. And then I make a list. Just in, you know, just a reminder, one and two, if somebody in your life is looking for that item for that month, then you can share. Right. You can t- just like, this is the best time to buy, you know, whatever, you know, just, yes. you know, coffee maker, computers, whatever is school supplies, whatever that may be for you. But it's about sharing um, the information as well. Absolutely. I, I think that is so important because anything you keep to yourself, again, you're not continuing the flow. Right. So so listener right now, if you want to go download this awesome list that Chella has put together for you, um, I've got the link in the show notes. So. I know I tell you guys this every single time one of our our uh, guests has a has a gift for you. You know how to uh, access the show notes. My my subscribers know this by now. But if you're new to the show, if this is the first time you've ever listened to a podcast, grab your phone if that's how you're listening to the podcast. Click on the episode and then scroll down below my picture. You'll see all the show notes there. That is where we're going to have the link for you to go grab that download from Chella. So that way you have access to that list and you can start planning your purchases for the next 12, 24, 36 months as you move forward in life. So Chella, thank you so much for sharing your expertise, your knowledge, and this amazing gift for our listeners. It's been a pleasure and an honor, and I definitely look forward to staying in touch. Oh, absolutely. So listeners, as you guys know, Chella, I'm going to be putting her in the Badass Direct Sales Mastery community so you guys can have access to her to be able to reach her, talk to her. You can tag her right in the group, um, as you know, in there. And I'm by now, all of you know that I have the university. It's out. It debuted back in January of 2021. And Chella and I had a conversation. And it looks like she's going to be one of the instructors on the university. Whoop, whoop. So um, hopefully by now, fingers crossed, if you've gone and checked out the university, you might have already seen Chella in there. So thank you again, Chella. I so appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. And listeners, as you know, stay tuned because there's another badass episode on the way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to badassdirectsalesmastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.